I'm here to encourage you that there's a better way. I'm here to encourage you we have hope as a nation. I'm here to encourage you that we have answers, but we've got to implement those answers in order to be able to have any satisfaction in our lives. Hello there. How are you today? I'm doing great. Rocking and rolling with Jesus. Amen. Uh, Pastor Dan Boone from Church of Tomorrow, Oklahoma City, U.S. of A. We're so glad to be able to have a few minutes with you today. So glad you joined us for this. We're going to talk about something today that I think is imperative that we understand as people. I don't care if you're a Christian, if you're a Buddhist, if you're a Muslim, uh, if you're an atheist, I don't care where you are. This is something we need to talk about today. And I hope it'll help you a little bit and show you too, by the way, if you're an atheist, we'd love to have you come to church. You know, we're not gonna pick on you. Uh, we're just gonna love on you. Yeah, and uh, you know, you might think of Jesus a little differently when you see us, but I'll tell you right now, we're not perfect. <laughs> so don't expect that, but do expect a warm welcome and plenty of an opportunity to be able to meet you and talk with you. Amen, that's for sure. Okay, down to the subject. Did you know that in the Bible, at the first, it talks about the Garden of Eden, who God made a man and a woman, Adam and Eve, he put them in the garden, and everything was perfecto. It was just perfect. And Adam and Eve made a decision. They made a decision that they did not want to follow God. They wanted to be as God themselves. They wanted to take, be, have the choice of what they could do, because God gave them an opportunity to do what they wanted to do. But he also told them what they needed to do. He met with them every day. I mean, you got the perfect uh, line to connect you to God that way. He, the Bible says he, he walked with them in the cool of the garden in the morning. Ah, but they blew it. Just like a person by the name of Lucifer did. The Bible has a a story about that, how he was in heaven and how he's kicked out because he said, I will exalt myself above the Most High. I will be ba-da-da-da-da-da. That's the reason that he was kicked out of heaven, sent to earth. And then Adam and Eve, they disobeyed God. They had who knows how many hundreds of trees they had in the garden, all kinds of fruit and things growing they could eat. And, you know, they didn't have to go to the grocery stores right there with them and it looked good too. But they saw the one tree that God says don't eat of, and they ate of it. And he told them not to. For in that day you should surely die. And they did. They died spiritually. They still had a soul and a body, but they no longer had a spirit. That's the part that matches God. So that fall came upon us through one man sin entered the earth. And sin have come upon many because of him, and death has come upon all because of him. So as he died, we have died spiritually. We come to the earth spiritually dead. And we have to give our lives to Jesus Christ and to make him the Lord of our life to be born again or to be born from heaven is another accurate translation or to be born from above. So where am I going with all this stuff? America is drowning. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. Folks, we suck. And we suck real bad. Badly. 
<laughs> my English teacher would say. We are letting things go so far down the tube, it is crazy. We are doing the same thing that Adam and Eve did in the garden. The same thing that Lucifer did in heaven who became Satan. The same thing that when we read stories in the Old Testament about the Israelites when they screwed up so many times. The same thing that the people of Noah's day did. That God had to wipe out uh, almost the whole, uh, everybody on earth. Except for eight people. So we could get something done correctly. And, and then in Jesus' time, things were horrible. And the Savior of the world comes. And He, what does He do? He heals the sick. He does miracles. He loves people. He gives them teaching beyond their understanding. He, he uh, rebukes disease, storms. And what do they do? They kill Him! The perfect God-man, you might say. Because Jesus was God and He was man. And God can do that. Yes, He paid the price for our sins. So He came to show us what to do, how to do it, how to live. What did He say? Not, don't worry about the rules. Just love the Lord with all your heart, mind, soul, and your neighbor as yourself. That'll take care of everything else. That's what He did. And people hated Him for that. Why? Because they wanted to rule their own life in a way that was not fitting for God. They didn't want to submit to the Creator. That's the reason there's a lot of agnostics and atheists because they don't want to admit there is a God because if they do, they'll have to submit to that God. There is no God and I hate Him. Oh yeah, familiar story. Blame everything on God or there's no God at all. That way I can do whatever I want to do. I can be promiscuous sexually. I can do drugs. I can hate people in my heart. I can do all these things that are bad for everybody, starting with me as well as the other people that are involved in it. It's called sin. And people love sin. They don't want to repent. They don't want to change their ways. They don't want to think differently. They don't want to follow God. And all God does is love and care for us, pay the price of our sins, be our provider, be our protector. <sighs> We're just plain dumb, aren't we? You know, and what really gets me, how would you like it if I uh, walked up to you? Let me put it the other way around. You walk up to me and you present a steak dinner with lobster on it and all the fixings. And I take it and turn it upside down on the floor and I say, you messed that up. And all you did was love me and care for me and provide for me, protect for me, get everything ready. <laughs> I threw it on the floor. I was the DA. That doesn't stand for district attorney. That was my deal. I did that. It's the same way with what goes on on the earth today. Well, if there's a God, He wouldn't let all this thing happen. No, He's given the provision for it to be taken care of, and it happens to go through our hands. He's given us the prosperity to be able to feed the nations. He's given us the prosperity to be able to clothe the nations. He's given us the prosperity that we can bring medical help to the nations. But we would rather do other things with that money, with that ability, with the teaching skills, with the hands 
that comfort people, the hands that change diapers, the hands that work on people's teeth, the hands that bathe people, take care of the elderly, the young, whatever it is. We have all of those possibilities in our lives, and yet we don't really care. Now, you say, well, I care. Well, maybe you do, and I'm not on you today. But I would say that you need to take it to Jesus and ask Him, Lord, will you send me to people that I can help? I'm sorry that I have been so selfish. Selfish is when I put my thing against everybody's, including the Most High God. Selfish is when I care about me more than my great-granddaughter who's two years old. Well, I, that's the last thing I want to let happen. I want to love her, and I want to do whatever I can for her. And the one that's coming yet that's still in her mommy's womb, and the ones that have already grown up, an 8-year-old, a 13, 15, 14, whatever they are, you know, 27 years old. You see, we've got to get out of ourself in order to get into the things of God. And we're so filled with ourselves, we've got political fights, we have babies being killed by their parents, we have children that are abused, that are whipped, that are beaten, that are naked, or filthy environment, no food. We have next door neighbors that they may be dead for all we know. We just keep on going our busy little selves. You know, get on your cell phone and do another video game or do whatever you want to do. Go to the lottery desk and buy you $100 worth of lottery tickets. I mean, I could go on and on and on. You know as well as I do, maybe even better about what's going on in your life and the lives of others. I'm here to encourage you that there's a better way. I'm here to encourage you. We have hope as a nation. I'm here to encourage you that we have answers. But we've got to implement those answers in order to be able to have any satisfaction in our lives. There's nothing better, nothing more rewarding than giving to others. There's nothing better than coming before God in a, in a contrite heart, a submissive heart, a, a broken heart, broken from the pain of sin and sickness that we've com committed and that's around us and for the things that are happening in the world. Those things all need to be taken care of. Delete button, be pushed in the name of Jesus. The United States has been the greatest country ever known by man because it started out loving God. It started out for independent worship. It started out, so I'm going to follow God the way that He's told me to follow Him. It started out that way. Yes, it did. And if you don't believe that, you're listening to the wrong history books. Because <laughs> I know you don't have time to read. You just get the audio version, right? Oh, you don't listen to history books. Okay, well, I can believe that too. We've got a lot of that going on. You see, all we care about is our stinking, selfish me. And that does not give you a sense of accomplishment. As a result, you have no self-worth. 
When you come to Jesus Christ, He doesn't give you self-esteem. He gives you self-worth. He died for you, for me, for people like us that have sinned. In other words, everybody. And He did so as a payment of sin and shed His blood as a payment of sin. A payment that we can never pay. Our works will never get us there. In fact, our works are like stinky, filthy rags. Menstrual rags, if you want to be totally open about it. That's what the book of Isaiah says. You see, we have been so caught up in ourselves, we haven't stopped and analyzed and thought about it and looked and, and searched for God because He will make Himself strong in your behalf. If you just ask Him, hey God, are you real? If you are, please show yourself to me. I need you. My way is not working. That's called admitting, repenting, submitting. You see, I found out that God's way for me is much, much better for me than I could ever be for myself. He's totally knowledgeable in every aspect of my life, past, present, future. He knows everything else about everybody else. And he's selfless. He wants the best for me. Well, I would be silly to reject that, wouldn't I? Well, why are you rejecting him? Why are you striking at God trying to establish yourself as another God? That'll never work. Saul, the religious Pharisee, tried that saw the religious Pharisee who was more intelligent probably than anybody you've ever met, me too. And Saul was killing people and putting them in jail because he thought he was doing pleasing things to God. And Jesus stopped him and said, why are you persecuting me? Because he was talking about his people. See, we're called the body of Christ. And no matter what comes on this earth, no matter if we get this country turned around and going straight and going the way it should be going, yes, that will be awesome. But if we don't, if we have to go through the Great Tribulation, which we will have to, if it's that time, the end of the age. We'll go through with flying colors. Jesus will be right there with us every second of the day. He will be our provider. He will get us through, around, over, whatever He has to do so that we could have the benefit of His love and grace upon our lives. Would you consider turning your life to Jesus Christ today? Would you consider accepting the most generous, awesome, fantastic family that's ever been in the universe? At the maker of the universe, the greatest, greatest, greatest miracle ever can be your Father wants to be your father. And through Jesus Christ, he can do that. It's your turn. You want to tell him you're sorry? You want to tell him that you will make him the Lord of your life? You want to tell him that you believe in him, believe in the resurrection? You can do that in your own words. You can come to Church of Tomorrow this Sunday at 10 a.m. And you can learn more about it. You can go to a lot of other good churches that are around. One that preaches the Word of God without any compromise without any embarrassing pullbacks from the, from the uh, pulpit. 
We make no exceptions or apologies for the Word of God. We strive to know the Word, Jesus Himself. Man, we sure love you. We care about you. There's too much sin, sickness, and craziness in the world today. And God's saying, don't try to be your own God. I'm your God. Will you come to me? Jesus said, if you are heavy laden, His burden is light, His yoke is easy. It's, it's a good thing. I promise you, you won't regret it. Come into His kingdom, grow in His kingdom. Find out more about Him, seek Him. He said, if we'd seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, then everything else would be added to it. We love you at Church of Tomorrow. Leave us a comment. Hope to see you next week. God bless you. Bye-bye.